You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 224. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Thank you for listening. Hi, hello, it's Marisa here, and it's week two of still being obsessed with Clubhouse. I admit, I admit, and why am I telling you about this? I know you listened to last week's episode, and I heard, I heard that my enthusiasm was rather infectious, and my enthusiasm is still there, although I am happy to report that I found a little bit more balanced this week and didn't feel compelled to listen to every conversation and found my way back to focusing on the task at hand within my business, what's going to move the needle forward today. But I will say that Clubhouse is becoming a huge part of that. And the reason I'm sharing it with you today, I'm, I'm going to talk to you briefly about imposter syndrome, overcoming it, that is. And I'm going to invite you to join me on Clubhouse. You can find me under my name, Marisa Cummings, and my handle is at Marisa Ann at 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I have a special guest, a new Clubhouse friend, a UK illustrator, and together we're going to talk about gaining confidence on this artist's journey and this guest has a very different perspective than I do, brings a completely, completely, uh, well, he's worked in completely different industries. And so it's going to be a lot of fun. We met in an artist room recently and we said, hey, we have a similar energy. We're both super positive. We're going to spray a lot of positivity at you. And of course, the beauty of Clubhouse is that after we chat a little, we can invite you in to have a conversation with us. That was one of the rooms I tuned into was this conversation about imposter syndrome and all things that go along with that. So come join me on Clubhouse. Yes, you do need an iPhone or an iPad. Uh, if you are an Android user, <laughs> sorry that you can't join us. There are people out there who are purchasing used iPhones and the smallest iPad possible to join this app. It's that powerful. So you might consider doing something like that if you think you want to get in on the early days. They are certainly going to open it to Android users, but they haven't yet, and I have no idea when that's going to happen. If you said to me, should I get on now? Is it worth it? I would say yes, but that's really just speaking from experience of if you decide that a new-ish, I think it's not quite a year old, a newish app is a good fit for you and the only way you're going to know that is if you try it, then yeah, you want to lean in as fast as possible because the window for that on Instagram is it's gone and uh, essentially on Facebook also. So if you are finding yourself struggling with how to 
make a mark with your voice, especially. Yes, my visual artists, I will say this again. If you missed last week's episode and want more of an intro to Clubhouse, please go back and listen to episode number 223. I absolutely see it as a very powerful tool for visual artists. In fact, I've grown my Instagram faster organically in the last 10 days than I have organically probably in maybe even years. And it's just the connection goes so fast. And the other thing about that is these are people who are listening to me speak while they're looking at my art. They're not just clicking on my one sentence bio, seeing my art and saying, okay, yeah, sure. I'll follow this person. These are more invested people. And that will be interesting to see how all of this shakes out, but it's a very powerful app. A couple of leaders within the audio industry, Joe Rogan being one of them, who I don't know, is he the top podcaster in the world now? (laughs) Joe Rogan, I actually was at a Halloween party at his house years ago. I wonder if only he would have imagined this for himself. Maybe he did. It's pretty incredible, but I caught when he came on live, I was there to hear his response to the app. And there are a lot of theories, not that he is the driver of all media or all audio media at this point, but if he participates and other people follow suit with that, I mean, he already has, again, I maybe, I don't know the stats, maybe the top podcast. He for sure was the top, I believe, and he recently sold his podcast to Spotify. If someone who's at the top of the audio game takes interest in this app, that will also change some of the attention towards it. Let's just say that. There are more celebrity names coming on and, you know, that's not why you join things. I'm just saying that that's a sign. If people are spending time on this app, it's because it's working for them. They were talking last week about possible ways of monetizing. Anyway, we'll leave it there for now because this episode is about imposter syndrome. All I'm saying is I've been right more times than I've been wrong, and I was I was one of the first to this game of audio in the online space, so I feel like I've earned a little bit of cred to speak about this, and I know for me, it is most definitely the app that I am excited to put attention on right now. And here is an idea that I have, so listen closely I would like to start recording my podcast live inside Clubhouse and following the broadcast, so it would essentially be this, inside of Clubhouse, following the broadcast, I will take the recording, I will post it as I usually do, but I will pause the recording, or if I continue it, of course, according to Clubhouse rules, you are not to record without letting anybody know or getting their express permission to be recorded. I could potentially include Q&A into future episodes, but let's just say 
initially I would put a pause on the episode and then have Q&A where we could have a conversation right after the episode. So I'm looking at getting some new equipment to do this and in essence it would also be me not just sitting here by myself recording an episode but it would be me double timing on my content, which is a quick business tip. The more that you can do that, the better. I don't need to be saying what I'm saying to you here and then say it again tomorrow inside of Clubhouse and then say it somewhere else on Instagram. This girl's got a lot to do. I have big vision. And so my goal is to be weaving all of this together even more without being neglectful of where you may be. So that is the benefit, right? If I weave together more places where you can tune in and then because we can have a conversation on Clubhouse, open that possibility up, now we're talking, right? And and if I am able to share this, which it just reminds me, I keep wanting to record these on video as well and broadcast them right into Instagram but there you go. It's fine. I don't know if I feel like being on video today. Maybe, perhaps. Here's the thing. Did I say tomorrow again? It's today. (laughs) It's today. So we are on, we will be on Clubhouse today, Thursday, February 25th at 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I am recording this the day before because I was thinking I might be able to record this conversation with my guest tomorrow, but I don't quite have all the equipment I need to make it also sound good. And I'll be honest, I found out today that my neighbor's having some work done at their house and there will be jackhammering during the time that we're on Clubhouse. But the cool thing about Clubhouse is I can stay muted while someone else speaks so it will not interfere. But if I were recording a whole podcast, we don't need to bring jackhammering into your world. So we won't be recording anything tomorrow. I will give you a snippet here of what we're talking about, and then the conversation will go where it goes, and that will be very exciting. I know you'll really enjoy the energy and the vibe of my guest, someone totally different, and I'm excited. All right, so let's talk about imposter syndrome. Here's a couple of thoughts for you. One is nobody that I've met to date who has achieved any level of success has made it there without feeling imposter syndrome maybe once when they first got started, but my understanding is they feel it multiple times all the way through to their current success because anytime you're reaching beyond your current comfort zone, that can really sneak in and impact you. Well, actually, let me take that back. You don't want it to impact you. You want to notice it, and then you want to decide to politely, gently ignore it, move it away. It means that you, my recent definition of it is, to me, it means that you care about the work you're doing, that you don't want to be perceived as unprepared or 
just you want what you put into the world to be quality. Otherwise you wouldn't care about imposter syndrome. And I have talked about this before. I think it was in a live video, maybe not on a podcast. It's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. And basically what it shows, and if you search it, it's spelled D-U-N-N-I-N-G hyphen K-R-U-G-E-R effect. You will see different curves or you will see, click on images, you'll see different graphs that you can look at. And basically what it says is that when you know nothing, (laughs) looking at this one graph right now, when you know nothing, that is when you have the highest level of confidence. And as you learn, once you really delve into what it is that you initially knew nothing about, you start to realize how little you know, and then your level of confidence drops immensely and you've got to stick with something to kind of come back up in the curve where now your competence and your competence are are high so it's a very normal process that's the other point that I want to share with you it's a very normal process to experience what everyone is calling imposter syndrome So, you know, I also like to look up definitions and the first one that came up when I search it on imposter syndrome is it's loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. It disproportionately affects high achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. Many question whether they're deserving of accolades. And yeah, that's pretty much spot on. So do you hear the undertone of that? It's people who are actually accomplished, who worry enough about whether they are accomplished enough. This isn't coming out eloquently at all. They're the ones who care enough about how the quality of the work that they express comes through they're the ones that have imposter syndrome. So a lot of people who probably maybe could or should have imposter syndrome, they don't care enough to even care about this term, be interested in it or feel it. Does that make any sense? If you, It's similar to what people say when you're going to speak on stage and if you're nervous, it just means that you care. And for me, that's what I see imposter syndrome as. And the reason that I think it's becoming so prevalent right now is because there are no more gatekeepers per se. The gatekeeper really is you. And if you aren't fully able to deserve accolades or feel accomplished or feel proud of what you do, then you can imagine that you would experience more imposter syndrome, which would also potentially, and we hope this isn't the case, prevent you from actually stepping into whatever next phase of the journey is for you to begin expressing your gifts, your talents to the world. So everyone's kind of sitting on the sidelines 
or let's put this image of, you know, everyone sitting on the edge of the pool and nobody's jumping in because they're the ones that, that allow themselves to jump in. And so if you're not fully believing in what's possible for you, you're not going to jump in and you're going to allow this feeling of imposter syndrome to keep you on the edge of the pool instead of going for a swim or going to the high dive, whatever that would be for you. And because there are so many people on the edge of the pool and many in the pool because they got over it, this is where it feels very prevalent, especially in the arts, especially among creatives, because I sense that Well, it's subjective, right? I don't sense this. Art is subjective. And who's deeming what's valuable and what's important and what's good? And it's all in the eye of the beholder. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying I do believe that you can recognize certain qualities within art in many different expressions that deem it to be good, I'm not going to dive into that right now. That's just me personally, but someone else could have a very different opinion and they could be the judger of a show or a gallery or themselves or whomever, and it would look very different, right? So because there are no rules per se, everything goes, and that means that really what's standing between you and going for it is you and your imposter syndrome. Which brings me to my last and final point I want to share with you here, and then we'll continue this conversation for sure, not only in Clubhouse, but in future episodes. Just decide that you're going to go for it. Know when you feel imposter syndrome that it's normal, and know it means that maybe, possibly, you're on the verge of a pretty powerful next step. I find that it gets the loudest when I'm stepping into a fuller version of myself every single time. And speaking of Clubhouse, if you want to know where it shows up for you, pay attention to it specifically on that app. I made myself get up and speak because I shared with you last week, if you really want to build an audience there, the only way that's going to happen is if you put yourself on stages and you speak. And it's very interesting to see where you feel comfortable. And I went into rooms with artists where I thought, they're going to think I'm a hack, <laughs> which I don't even know. What is what is the definition of a hack? I'm going to look that up right now. What is that? <laughs> uh, no, it's like an act of computer hacking. Oh, no. It's a short, dry cough. No informal. Oh my goodness. There's so many different, there's so many different versions of this. Uh, I'm going to have to look this up later, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Mediocre. There we go. Mediocre. They're going to think I'm mediocre and I don't know what I'm doing. And I've been selling art for 14 years or no, I can't even remember you know, double digit years. And 
why would I feel less than? It's because we have a lot of opinions about art, right? I have sweet little characters. A lot of them end up in kids' rooms. You might call me more of a commercial artist. And so I instantly feel intimidated or I feel imposter syndrome going into a room of museum artists or gallery-represented artists, although I have been a gallery-represented artist as well. I chose not to pursue that path because my experience wasn't really ideal in a number of instances, a story for another day. But, you know, I feel kind of light and whimsical and and I don't know that I always see that fitting into a what we might call, again, me, this is just me talking. I don't know how you define a highbrow art world, but I don't always find myself fitting into that. But I also have to say I don't like much of that work. I, it's not my taste. I actually can't say I don't like it. It's just that I don't respond to it. I can have respect for it, but it's not my taste. It's not something that would excite me. I love a lot of the online artists I came up with because their work is just fun and it moves me and I love it. I digress. (laughs) So I feel intimidated there. I'll feel intimidated in rooms with people I now personally know who are more advanced in the marketing business world, I'll feel intimidated because I don't feel as successful as they are in terms of, you know, their their online teaching growth or their overall revenue. And, you know, these are these moments where I just have to remind myself, knock that off. It would be the same if I walk into a room full of celebrities, I will instantly probably not feel as worthy. This is, I'm realizing I'm like, oh, this is rather vulnerable, but this is just the truth. Even though intellectually, I don't feel like there should be any difference between us. And a lot of times people are saying that Clubhouse is somewhat of an equalizer. Yes, it is. But I also see a favoring towards people who are more established on there. And in certain rooms, they're not really making a point to invite people up. They're kind of having a party amongst themselves. And I just want to tell you right now, that's not the goal of my room. The goal of my room and the goal of me coming into Clubhouse is to really connect with new people and to have a conversation with people that I may not know yet. Or maybe you know me and you listen to this podcast and we can talk. I'm I'm not there to create a room that's just about me and my friends. However, I may create a room that's about me and my friends, and it's just a teaching room with a few moments for Q&A. It really does seem like a disservice if you don't allow for Q&A because that's kind of the whole point of the app. But, you know, everybody's going to use this tool in a certain way. And certainly if I'm podcasting, I'm not bringing and recording the podcast. I'm not bringing anyone on stage during that time but after the fact. So just some thoughts there, but you will know your sense of imposter syndrome because that feeling of feeling less than and feeling like a fraud and it will 
rear its ugly head in those instances. Don't judge it. Observe it. And when you begin to observe it and recognize how many times it shows up or or hopefully how many times you're able to gently dismiss it, I don't believe in just like... <laughs> speaking of hack, like hack sawing it out of your life. I believe that it's there to keep us safe and to, uh, you know, be a part of us. I really do believe in embracing all of the parts that make us who we are because there's something nice about imposter syndrome and that's called being humble. And, you know, the way that I'm speaking about rooms You can walk in any room. If I walk into a room and you're there and you've listened to my podcast and the room is filled with my podcast listeners, I am going to feel important to you. If I go into a room where nobody knows my podcast, nobody's interested in art or the creative industry, I am not going to feel, you know, seen or recognized. And so it's all relative, right? It's it's all it's all relative. And so ideally none of this should matter and should never, I just use the word important, it should never the amount of people who know you or are in a clubhouse room or in a physical room with you who know you and celebrate you should never deem the your um internal importance and worth and value, right? The the goal of all of this to close this episode is to say We determine, we, by we, I mean you, I, determine my own worth. And once that is intact, then that's what I want to take with me into other rooms without needing anyone to behave a certain way, react a certain way, treat me a certain way. It it doesn't diminish the worth that I know that I already have. And that's where I see imposter syndrome syndrome really just beginning to disintegrate and no longer carrying it with me. However, I also just, I'm so excited about this. I just signed up for a three-month painting course. I will keep you posted. And well, I don't feel imposter syndrome, but you know, I told you I'm starting from scratch and I haven't chosen to invest this kind of time and learning from from anyone, honestly, when it comes to art, my entire career. So I will definitely keep you posted. And the reason I haven't is because I've felt super intimidated. And I don't know that we can say that being intimidated is the same as imposter syndrome. I think being intimidated comes first, then you start to actually do what you think you're a fraud at. And that's where imposter syndrome comes in. But then imposter syndrome kind of circles back into making you feel intimidated again. And my hope for you as I close this episode, well, first of all, I hope you'll join me today at 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Clubhouse. Search at Marisa Ann or Marisa Cummings. My hope for you is that you just recognize it's normal. Don't. Don't be too judgy with yourself that it's there. Everyone who has achieved great levels of success, if they're being honest, has experienced it at one time or another. 
And the difference between the people who continue to succeed and those who don't is that they jump in the pool. If we go back to that metaphor, they will get off the edge of the pool and they will get in even if they have feelings of imposter syndrome. I mean, I think I also stopped teaching for a while and coaching and mentoring because I felt like, what do I have to offer? And and that's sad, right? There were probably a lot more people I could have helped in the times that I stepped away from teaching. And that's a bummer. And um, yeah, so don't promise me this, you and me, promise, pinky promise, that you don't let it keep you, don't let imposter syndrome keep you from stepping into the fullest expression of who you are. And let me just remind you that it is a practice. It is, as I often say, it's like a muscle that you are developing. So just baby steps, baby steps. The first one for me was saying, I'm an artist. Here we go. (laughs) The second one was, I'm an artist and I'm going to attempt to make a living with my art. The third one was, I'm a podcaster in 2006 and I'm going to tell you the story of this journey as I go. And these were very monumental steps, but they opened the doors. And the way I said I'm an artist is I applied to be in a cooperative gallery. And there you go. All right, my friends, I hope that that brings you a little peace and comfort. I look forward to taking the conversation further on Clubhouse. Send me a note, a DM, or come and tell me on Clubhouse if you like this idea of me possibly recording there live. And on Thursday, putting the recording up here after the fact I wonder, it's probably going to be a week turnaround. So we would record it live and then it would appear the following week. But if we're in the habit of that, you'll be hearing it one week after, unless you're on Clubhouse, it will still, of course, be relevant in that time frame. because get excited. We're going to have a slightly new sound to the podcast, I believe, starting next week. I'll give you more details, but we're changing it up. Lots of things happening behind the scenes. Until next time, have a beautiful creative week, and I'll hope to chat with you on Clubhouse. And I don't know if I finished my sentence. Let me know if you like this idea of having the opportunity to come join me. And sooner or later, you will be able to, and we can have our own chat there. Even if you're an Android user, I'm sure it's coming very soon. Thank you so much for listening. Creative Thursday is recorded and produced by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and creativethursdaycourses.com. Thank you so much for listening. It's wonderful to have you here. I feel a renewed inspiration and energy for this all audio medium, not only on Clubhouse, but here on the podcast as well. So I can't wait to share more with you. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. Share this episode with friends and fellow creatives that you know that it will be helpful for them. And please leave a review, a positive review, so that 
the Creative Thursday message and podcast can reach more people, inspire more people to believe in what is possible for them, especially my fellow artists. Until next time, friends.